Step 4. Inventory. Appendix C. Abuse Supplement. Matthew 12, verse 20 says, A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not quench, until he brings justice to victory. The trauma of abuse can have devastating effects on every area of life. Yet many of us have difficulty seeing how the survival methods that protected us during the abuse continue to influence our lives today. Or if we do recognize it, we feel powerless to change. It is scary to stir up the pain of abuse. You may want to leave it in the past and move on as if nothing happened. Unhealed wounds, however, are like hidden landmines left over from a war. When pressure comes, these mines erupt and inflict damage on innocent people. Similarly, defenses that protected you from past enemies can destroy relationships today. Step 4 is an invitation to be fully honest about damage you suffered and damage you caused, without condemnation. Hebrews 10 verse 21 to 23 says, And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Leave no stone unturned. Include your abuse or assault on your inventory. Invite Jesus into wounds that only he can heal. The effects of abuse do not need to define your past or direct your future. God wants to clear the minefields of your heart. He doesn't want you to live in fear of an enemy that he has defeated. Jesus came to make you new, to clean up sin's mess, heal you, and bring peace. Answer this question. Question 1. What fears do you have about revisiting the abuse of the past? Pause to pray. Ask God for courage to trust him with your life and will through the fears you listed. Ask him for supernatural strength and insight to see how past abuse is affecting your life today. In step one, you admitted that you suffered abuse and the abuse is not your fault. Victims often struggle to place the responsibility for abuse on the perpetrator and easily assume responsibility for abuse themselves. Abuse is a crime. Do not believe the lie that the abuse is your fault or that you could have controlled the actions of your abuser. To help you place responsibility for the abuse with the abuser, begin to inventory the abuse in the Harms to Me inventory. When you reach the Nature of My Response column, write, I was not the cause of my abuse. At the time, my response was not my fault. You don't need to inventory every instance or detail of abuse, especially if the abuse was ongoing for long periods of time. But do inventory prominent moments. Inventorying abuse also helps you to be honest about thoughts, feelings, and actions you had in response to it. Though you are not responsible for the abuse you suffered, God wants you to take responsibility for harmful ways that you have tried to cope with the pain of abuse. He also wants you to examine how your pain may have harmed other relationships, including your relationship with Him. After you inventory the abuse and the harms to me inventory, move on to the fears and resentments inventories to see how the abuse affected other areas of life. Then, examine how your response to the abuse harmed relationships and the harms to others inventory. Finally, complete the sexual inventory to understand how the abuse impacted your sexuality and sexual behavior.
Examples for all of these inventories can be found in the appendix of your inventory workbook. Remember, God loves you. He knows and cares about the harm that abuse has caused in your life. Christ died so that you could be free from the penalty of sin, and also to set you free from the power of sin. Ask God for help through inventory. He will hear your cry and draw near to save you. God wants to set you free. Psalm 145 verse 18 to 19 says, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. Stop here. Over the next several weeks, work through your inventory workbook. Read the abuse appendix in the workbook and inventory about the abuse, along with the other struggles that you are working through in regeneration. When you return to this book in week six of step four, come back to this lesson and answer the questions. Now, write a simple prayer asking God to help you through inventory. Return to complete this section during week six of step four. If you have not done so already, work through the regular Week 6 curriculum before completing this supplement. When you are finished, take time to scan your inventory workbook and identify specific entries regarding abuse. Use the abuse entries to answer these questions. First, examine the abuse entries in your Harms to Me inventory and answer these questions. Question 2. How did you try to protect yourself? List no more than three for each. During the time and season of abuse. After the abuse. Question three. How did you try to deal emotionally with the pain and confusion of abuse? List no more than three for each. During the time and season of abuse. After the abuse. Question 4. In your mind, what were the three most valuable things that were lost, damaged, or stolen because of the abuse? Survival techniques developed in time of crises can sabotage normal relationships designed by God to meet our need for connection with others. We who have been abused can spend our lives trying to protect ourselves and cope with everyday life in the same way that we learn to protect ourselves and cope with life during a time of crisis. Sometimes we spend our lives trying to regain the valuable things that were lost, stolen, or damaged during the abuse. Compare your answers for question 2 and question 3 of this supplement with your answers for question 2, question 3, and question 4 of week six, day two, patterns of the world. Now, compare your answers for question four of this supplement with your answers for question two and question three of week six, day three, a captive heart. Question five. What similarities, if any, do you see between your answers in this supplement and your answers on day two and day three of this week? You matter to God. While it is difficult to uncover deep wounds, God is moving you out from under the dark clouds of the past into the light of truth so that you can clearly see His goodness and power. Many of the things that abuse robs from us are invaluable and cannot be replaced by worldly things or other people. 
Innocence, once lost, cannot be found. Virginity, once taken, cannot be given away. Trust and security, once breached, is difficult to refortify. Dignity, ripped away, is hard to replace. Abuse strips us of elements of human nature that are necessary for healthy living and relationships. But God has not forgotten you. He knows your suffering. You are valuable to Him. You are worth redeeming. Christ came to overcome your troubles caused by sin. He can supernaturally restore what sin destroyed. As Christ was raised from the dead, you too can be raised to a new life. In the coming steps, you will grieve the losses caused by sin in order to heal. You will turn from survival patterns developed during times of crises to follow Christ. You will learn to trust His ways and how to live in healthy relationships as you walk with Him. You will come to know the joy of a relationship with Him, a loving Savior who can never be taken from you and who is forever available to you. The destruction of the past does not define your future. Because of Christ, you have hope for abundant life. In John 10 verse 10, Jesus said, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, supernaturally heal the damage of the past. Make me new. I want to experience the abundant life you promise in Christ. <music>